Hey, welcome back. It's Chris. Uh, we are talking about Moon Knight this time, the new series on Disney+. Plus. Took a little bit of a breather after that disaster that was Boba Fett. Uh, there are episodes coming for that where we discuss the rest of the series, but for right now we're focusing on something much more enjoyable so far. Moon Knight. Enjoy. Hello, Chris. Hello, Mavis. <laughs> Welcome to Moon Knight. Episode <clears throat> one, season one. Yeah, I had a hard time typing out the name of this. Like, I just kept hitting <laughs> the wrong thing. And then when I tried to hit, like, delete, for some reason it hit publish. And next thing I know, I got Moon Knocked out there in the world, so... Excuses, excuses. I saw it. Mm-hmm. It was my other personality that did it. <laughs> and what's your occupation again, Chris? A writer, right? I'm a writer. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I love your PTR, Chris. Do you want to tell us more about that? Uh, yeah, my PTR is this awesome Moon Knight t-shirt that I've had for years because I am... Uh, probably one of maybe 10 people on the face of the earth that would say this, but I'm a massive Moon Knight fan and have been for years. And... Before 2022, right? Oh my Just God. to make that yeah. point clear yes. for the audience. Yeah, we're talking like... For listening to the replays. Since the 80s. Wow. Because I'm old. But mm-hmm. yes, it's it's a... He's been a hero of mine. Hero of mine. <laughs> he's a personal hero. <laughs> no, like he's been one of my favorite characters to follow forever. So, right. um, yeah, it's cool to see the, the show and we touched base on it a little bit, but I did rewatch the first episode. Okay. So this character first appeared in 1975 and you have read the comic since then or just so, the new ones? No, he, um, so he started in 75, and I, I wasn't aware of the character at that point. I don't even know how I came across Moon Knight. I think actually one of my friends gave me a Moon Knight comic to read when we were in high school, and I fell in love with it because of the art and like just like the darkness of it, mm-hmm. um, which was different than other Marvel characters at the time. And... I think I actually, like, he let me borrow them and I never gave them back because um, <laughs> I'm a dick. And I, so sorry if you're listening. Um, if I ever <laughs> get in touch with you again, I will give these back to you. I'm so sorry. You will not because now they're worth a lot. Since based I, on I, this episode one, it looks like it's going to be a runaway success. I hope so. It's, <clears throat> it is funny to see a character that nobody knew about for so long. I'd have no idea about this character, Chris, until you told Nobody, me about I've it. I've been talking about him on, so in the, how long's Clubhouse been going now? Like I've been on like, I think over a year. So about two years, I think. Right. But I've been on it, I think uh, just over a year. And so when I first came on, everybody was like buzzing about like WandaVision and shit like right. that. And so they were all like, Ooh, you know, like what heroes are you waiting to see? And and I was like, Moon Knight. And people were like, I had no idea. No idea. And I was like, guys, you don't know. Like, Moon Knight is awesome. I'm not going to tell you that, like, he's going to change your world, but he's an awesome character. Blah, blah, blah. No idea. Nobody has any idea who Moon Knight is. And now I feel a little bit like I'm sharing. You're vindicated. Uh, well, vindicated, but, I, well, I mean, we'll see how the series goes before I say I'm vindicated. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I've been the guy that's been talking about this cool band for years. And now so you are the every... cool kid in school, basically. The, yes, uh, this is my exactly. This is my cool... cool kid. I had the T-shirt, and I knew the band before you. Moon Knight yes. T-shirt. So That's you what should I'm really wearing. claim this on uh, Clubhouse. You could have reached uh, peak, the peak of your life. You have to grab this opportunity. It might not come again. Yeah, I would. Yes, a few years ago, I we're talking like five or six years ago, I wrote some articles for a comic book website. And they were like, what do you want to write about? I was like, Moon Knight. 
Like, so、now? you do have the link that you can pin for us, Chris, in this room. That would be amazing. I have to find it, but yes. Okay. While you find it, we shall go through episode one, season one, and what are our reactions? Yeah. Tell me about it, since、okay. you are the new the newcomer to this franchise. Right. So my whole thing with Marvel is.、Uh, I haven't read their comics extensively. I read other graphic novels, but not so much Marvel. So I am an MCU fan just from、um, the movies, starting from Iron Man. So about a ten-year run, I think, until now. And I'm a huge, huge MCU fan. So I'll watch anything Marvel or Kevin Feige puts out. So when I, so I was, I have no idea about this character except what you told me, and I watched it. And、um, you did say it was going to be very dark, but、uh, I loved it. It's really, really.、Uh, it's got the right kind of Marvel comedy that they try to imbue in, like you know, their characters, like Ant Man or、um, Hawkeye. And I think they've done that very well here. I love Oscar Isaac. I think he he plays. He's going to play all the characters or personalities really well. The British accent was.、Um, I was a bit taken aback, but I grew to love it. And the first episode was really like had a lot of action and mystery, and you know, like ooh, like a bit of horror as well. I really loved it, and the ending was just superb. Like it made me like let's. You know, I can't. I'm so jealous of the media journalists who,、um, on Twitter and the news, they had they watched the first three or four episodes. Ready to for them to write their review, and they said it's、right. really really good. I think it's a six episode arc, so I can't. I'm so so excited for next week. So for me, it's like a almost. A, I think I'd say like a almost like a perfect、um, first episode, four out of five or four point five. Wow, five high praise!、Mm-hmm. I love the songs as well. The music, as always, is、um, the song picks are very ex-、uh, excellent. The beginning was like grains of、um, time or sands of time by Bob Dylan, which is you know because the gift sand, and then they played like Engelbert Humperdinck, and they really like the Engelbert Humperdinck thing moon, is so funny. Engelbert Moonlight, you know the word Moonlight. So little things like that that you know you picked up because you know it's about Egypt and sand and the moon, and also like I love the tidbits of Egyptian. Uh, mythology, which made me so interested to Google like the Inuit and Amit, the gods and all that. I think Egypt mythology will have a resurgence、um, from Moonlight and be all the better for it. So that's my take. Cool. Yeah. What did、um, I mean? Were you okay with the fact that he didn't show up until the end of the first episode? Was it enough? Do you have enough information about the character? Just. You... So I don't know enough yet,、uh-huh. so I can surmise he has、uh, the dissociative、uh, split personality, or they call it DID.、Mm-hmm. What is it? Dissociative, dissociative identity, identity disorder. disorder. Yeah. So and also like it's supernatural as well. So I want to see if they、uh, concentrate more on the DID aspect or more the supernatural、uh, Moon Knight or Mister Knight. Expert and the other guy, Moon Knight, right? Yes. Gosh, yeah. There, there, are, there are. But the costume is great. The white. Oh my god, his this is great. Much better than Batman. So the co- the costume is based on、um, like one of the.、Um, I want to say it's from the Ultraverse. I think that Ultimate Ultimate Marvel Universe. That doesn't exist anymore, I think, or maybe like Planet X or something. It's it's not one of the mainstream continuity things because his it's usually like flat, like the pattern of it is more like our typical superhero costume,、mm. like it, it's like a flat white, or sometimes they even have like plates of white, sort of like like picture like Batman's costume. Where it's like it, the, you, there's like sort of like plates of armor over the top of like that underlying layer.、Um, ah, okay. So sometimes yeah, they do that, where it's like the、okay. overlying thing is white, but the underneath that's like is black. I I really love the also it remind I love Jason Bourne's character and his fighting and his um mercenary 
uh, persona. I want to see more of that because it's and the little bits of fighting that we've seen now is very born like Jason Bourne like. Oh, and that's so, okay. J- gotcha. You know, Jason mm-hmm. Bourne, and I also love. I want. I'm looking forward to see how they incorporate his weapons, like from the comics, like the Moon Crescent and all that. I hope they don't do too many of those things. I mean, I kind of hope they just... Oh, why? I kind of... Because sometimes they got a little hokey and, like, he gets a lot of comparisons to Batman and you get why when you see things like that. Right, okay. But I hope that they do... Because we've seen that sort of crescent moon, um, like, um, it's like a handheld thing. It almost looks like a boomerang. Yes. Like, I want to see that. Um, In some of the comics, they'd given him crescent moon like throwing stars yes i want to see those a little bit less um he also has like a a truncheon which is kind of like what daredevil uses okay where he like he you know it looks like a little bit like um a billy club and he pushes a button and it shoots out like a grappling hook and stuff um but here's the thing i don't know how they're gonna based on this first episode i don't know how they're gonna show Moon Knight in this world what his power set is like but in the comics he's kind of a in the comics for the most part he's a I mean there are different variations of how they tell his story but for the most part he is a dude who has um like he's just a he's a trained fighter and he's kind of like a they always use this, so I'll just use that analogy, like the Batman thing, where he has powers, or he doesn't have powers, rather. He is just a trained hand-to-hand combatant, like, good at it, but just martial arts. So that's why he has all those little weapons and gadgets. Whereas in this, and he just wears a costume, but in this, it looks like there's some supernatural, maybe... Um, superhuman power going on because the costume grew over him, spoiler alert, instead of him just pulling on something. So I don't know if that's in his head or that's what the costume, how it actually manifests itself, kind of like Venom, where it just grows over the top of whoever has that attached to it. Um, And if that's the case, he may have supernatural powers where he's like stronger that he can like, you know, punch through things and smash up, you know, as opposed to just um, a guy in a costume. Right. But before we get deeper into that, because I have follow up questions, do you want to tell us about your first impression of the episode one of your favorite superhero character? Um, <clears throat> okay. So when I first watched it, mm-hmm. I, I've seen it twice. The first time I watched it, I liked it, but didn't love it you yes because i was very surprised because i was so excited i thought you would be like over the moon no pun intended, intended. but <laughs> <laughs> and when i talked to you you were a bit subdued so i was a bit taken aback yeah yeah i just kind of didn't i, I don't know it didn't really grab me in the to be perfectly honest when i first watched it it felt i was i think i was watching it very closely for how they were gonna do this compared to the comic book and so i would i was i was paying so close attention to like the little details mm-hmm. and little ticks that i didn't catch a lot of what you was didn't going enjoy on. the flow like you didn't let yourself no enjoy. no and some things felt like, hokey like you mm-hmm. said oh there was a lot of funny stuff in it even on rewatch like the gus o- the one fin goldfish oh my god he's so cute yeah, see, that didn't, that got, even on rewatch, Gus the One Fin Goldfish did nothing mm-hmm. for me. Like, I but you did care. like Hawkeye the Pizza Dog. Because the Pizza Dog actually plays some sort of part. Like, the fish is just a fish in a tank. Like, I, it didn't, I don't know. If, this is animal, this, uh, what's it called, discrimination going yeah, on right Yeah, it is. Now. It is. I'm very, spe- <laughs> I'm very specious. Four-legged um, against yes, no Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm anti-gill. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> go on. yeah, but Gus, Gus was cute. I always, you know, like Gus. Okay, anyway, go on. Yeah, it's just, so <laughs> I don't, that didn't really do anything for me. The although I do want to know what happened to the real Gus. Like, if, if he's if, dead, he's dead. Well, right, but I want to know how, like, what happened, right? Did he just right. not feed him for two days because he, like, yes, a different he personality took over? Or was it something bigger? 
Anyway, um, I... I just want to say, hi, Empress. I know you're working right now. Thanks for joining. Okay, hi, go Empress. Um, so I... When I rewatched it, mm -hmm. it flowed better. Um, okay. I do... You were I, more I, relaxed. Yes. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you, I'll tell you what I kind of bugged me about the episode. Okay. And just hopefully... So... In the comics, and yes, I am going to make this comic comparison. It, of course. I'll make comic comparisons here, here and there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stephen Grant in the comics, the persona of Moon Knight that we meet immediately, that's the bumbling, mm -hmm. yep. the bumbling idiot that we see. <laughs> he's in the comics, he's a wealthy, like financial investor. So he's kind of the guy that make when you know the, the the personality that he has that works on Wall Street and makes all this money and builds companies and then that's the money that fuels being able to like support the fact that he's got to get like um, weapons and things like that. Okay. Um, and that's Stephen Grant. The fact that they made Stephen Grant an idiot bugs me. I don't so much care that they changed him from like a financier to an everyman because you know that's not gonna i can see how that wouldn't work in the context of the story but to make him such a bumbling fool and like play it for comedic effect you didn't like, like that no it's just silly like i didn't need him to be like I, I feel like you could have told this exact same story that we watched in episode one without him being like a boob that keeps tripping over his own two feet and like, you know, just like whatever silliness that they've attached to him. The only time that I thought that his sort of stumbling, bumbling personality was funny in this was when he gets confronted by um, Ethan Hawke's character whose name escapes me, uh, it's Arthur something. Harrow. Arthur, Arthur Harrow, Harrow. yeah. Mm -hmm. When he confronts him in the museum, when he tracks him down, and he says something about this, the, um, and it's Avatar. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, the blue people. And he says, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. He goes, yeah, oh, yes, 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 yes. The, the anime. The anime. Yeah. And it's not any of what he's talking about. Right, that was I funny. love that. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, it just sort of felt silly. And very stereotypical, you mean? Very It was like it was a sitcom character rather than right. something else. And I know that this will grow and expand, or hopefully will. But um, that, that kind of fell flat for me. And I'm not... I, I think the, uh, the other criticism I have of it, and it's, and it's a small one, it's a nitpicky thing, is that... I don't like the costume. I don't like this iteration oh? of the costume. It, What's it, wrong with the costume? It looked great to me. The white costume, right? He, yeah. The, so if you see the costume mm -hmm. in comics, it looks, it just has a slicker look. It, it looks more like a, um, uh, more like the type of outfit that like a Captain America would wear or something like that, where it's, it, it looks like a superhero costume. Um, and I know that they went for something different and I think that this will fit if they are going the supernatural approach in this where the, it is supernaturally manifested and he is, the, there is mystical stuff going on as opposed to just a guy pulling on a costume. Cause the guy <gasps> pulling Sinead on, is here. Hi, Sinead. Hello, okay, Sinead. the guy pulling on a costume feels like. I, that feels like more like a superhero costume, whereas this is like Harry Potter shit. Right. I just want to say welcome, Sinead. Hi, Thanks for Sinead. coming by. Hello. So, Have you watched uh, yet? sorry. Have you watched yet? I've watched it twice. First with Mavis, and then again with my son. Well, so, what are your thoughts on the second upon the second rewatch, Sinead? Same as first. I loved it. Woo! And Sinead, are you someone who knew the character beforehand or coming it with fresh Never fresh ever eyes? heard of Moon Knight before, ever. Right. So, Chris, based on what we were saying earlier, 
I feel like knowing the comics actually, you know, had um, helped you back a little bit on your enjoyment because correct. I know about um, Stephen Grant. Uh, I think they did it this way to introduce him as like an every, every like the person that, you know, the protagonist that we, the viewers, would view the series, like the world through his eyes, like his lens. So it was a very comfortable, like a viewing point for us to identify with the character and then go through like what, you know, what's going on. Like, you know, he keeps on forgetting things or, you know, slipping out of his different personas. If Stephen Grant was like the comic, like this very successful, uh, wealthy person, businessman, I don't think many viewers could identify with him that way when he I 100% get that I absolutely get that I just think that they they're playing him a little bit too jokey and we'll see I mean now that he's seen things at the end of the episode we'll you know we'll see that again that's in the grand scheme of things it's a minor criticism I mean I this is uh, Sinead I was saying before that this Moon Knight is my favorite Marvel character and has been since I was like <laughs> in high school. Uh, why I chose him um, or how I even stumbled across him, I don't know, but I've always just sort of loved this. He's just weird. He's a weird character and they're getting that across and I like that sort of like mental aspect. I mean, he is, he's the most prominent, I, I he's the most prominent case of like mental illness in comic books I think and it's it's fascinating how they've handled them over the years and um, I, I I am enjoying seeing other people experience him now so were you saying that in the comic book he's not this bumbling like gift shop worker no he's not there the, so there are there's I'm going to go into Moon Knight lore for just a minute, if you'll indulge me. Um, so the, the main personality is Mark Spector. And Mark Spector is a, um, he's a mercenary. He's like former like military special forces. And he was killed and brought back to life by this god, he was killed, not by the god, but brought back to life by this god, Khonshu, when he was out like in the Egyptian desert. And he developed these other personalities as well as a result. And so it depends on who's telling the story, but traditionally it was like he had these multiple personalities and they were brought on by this event. So there's Mark Spector, that's the main personality, that's the one who was talking to, it was talking in his head throughout the episode. There's also Stephen Grant, who we met, the main, the, the, the character that we've been introduced to, but in the comics, he's not like a bumbling everyman. He is actually like a wealthy, like Wall Street guy. And then the third personality is one we haven't met, and I don't know if we will, called Jake Lockley and he's kind of like in the comics he drives um, a cab and he's kind of like a low-level criminal like he's the guy that like has connections that he can ask you know like he can ask around like you know like in detective movies or cop movies they'll be like they go you know who's your contact it's this guy and he's the one that can sort of keeps his ear to the street and then there's of course Moon Knight which is like the enforcer of this whole thing, the superhero. But then there's also one that's been thrown in over the last several years called Mr. Knight. And Mr. Knight is, <clears throat> it's just, he's kind of like a detective, like a Sherlock Holmes type, and he's all in a white um, suit and tie, and he wears a white mask and gloves. And he actually like interfaces with like police where they, he just comes across as like some eccentric detective. Um, so yeah, he's got, um, there's a lot going on and, and they're not all aware of one another as you can see. But yes, in the comics, Stephen Grant is 
a character, but not the same personality types or not the same characteristics as you've seen on the show. Question. So you said that we hear Mark's voice in his head throughout the whole show. I thought that there was two. There's two, I yes. Thought... There, there's two. I, I was saying of the human ones. Yeah, there's Khonshu as well. Yeah, Khonshu is the one that keeps calling him an idiot. Okay, that's who you're <laughs> talking. Okay, I thought it was like another personality, mm. but it's Khonshu, the god. No, the, and, and no, yeah, Khonshu is the god. And then um, Mark is the one who's in the mirror with him at the, at the end scene going, let me take right. over. Please let me take over. I got this. <laughs> yeah. So yes, there's two voices in his head, but primarily it was Khonshu. The, the other human personality was Mark. So what did our Keegan think of it, Sinead? Oh, he really, really enjoyed it. He liked it a lot. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. Keep going. No, please, please. As a matter of fact, like I was kind of hoping that people would come in and didn't know Moon Knight so that I could explain Moon Knight like I just did. Because <laughs> um, he's a weird character. It's not like Peter Parker. Oh, he's Spider-Man. He was bitten by a radioactive spider. Oh, don't worry. When Owen does his room, there'll be lots more people and then you can go up and tell them what's what. And then they'll have to listen. Yeah, I mean, I am a... I am a um, I'm a Moon Knight expert mm -hmm. from just having I think you should so update your Clubhouse profile. Oh, is Owen doing a Moon Knight room? Yes. So Owen and Jordan are watching it today, and then they'll do a recap room later under the movie club. Well, this is the better and original Moon Knight recap Aww, room, so I, I think yes, this is I the know. one to be at. I slipped Sinead five dollars for for her to say that. Thank you, Sinead. <laughs> Did you take it out of petty cash? <laughs> I'll file the claims. All later. right, Just, yes, Jeez. put in something oh. so we know where that. <laughs> so um, uh, on uh, on Twitter, the uh, so the writer is like a first time writer for MCU, so of course it's over the moon, and he said. Um, and he's very open about the process. I was like, okay, I don't know when the MCU is going to shut you down now because, you know, they're very, Marvel is very secretive about all these things. But he was saying they had like an on-call, on-site, no, not on-site, on-call Egyptian um, expert on Egyptian um, history and culture, I think, and also a psychiatrist for DID, I think. So um, I think some people who are more interested in the aspect are hoping that Marvel, this writer will portray it uh, well or respectfully instead of, you know, being hokey pokey or something like that. Did you read anything about that, Chris? I didn't. I know that I'm pretty sure that the showrunner is of like Middle Eastern descent. So that's good that they... They did that because yeah there's two you kind of alluded to it there there's two things that they're really need to like tread lightly with and it's the culture but also the mental health aspect that's one thing that's always fascinated me about this character i am i'm like a big like proponent of like mental health care and it gets thrown away as like just crazy or something so often that like there is a lot of I'm not going to turn this into some platform for this, but like there is a lot of shame associated with it. And so far, like they've handled it, they've handled it well. Like, I mean, this is a tricky thing. I mean, you're dealing with somebody that has like a personality disorder and or identity disorder. And that's, I think you could probably make an argument that most superheroes, particularly somebody like Batman does, but like to actually- Batman like, needs to go to therapy. That's all. Right. But the thing is, this is this is Batman, like if Batman didn't remember being Batman, do you know? Like it, th there's like a whole other layer to it, and and to me that's that's fascinating that they've managed to um, create a character like this. And I, when I go back and I read the comics, um, 
which I've done recently. Sometimes they just don't get it. They, the people that, that write are, are lost. There's so many aspects and so many nuances to Moon Knight that they're not sure where to go with it. And they focus too much on like Egyptian culture, or they focus too much on like the mental health care, or they focus like on, oh, he's like Batman or, or, or whatever. Um, so, so far I feel like they're off to a good start. I mean, there's a lot to juggle here. And the fact that you guys have seen it and you didn't know anything about this character and you have enjoyed it says a lot because this seemed like something that could easily crash and burn because there's so much happening. Well, so did the character, did Mark have DID before he died or that was brought on by the gods? By the god, I should say. So it depends on the telling and the most, because people have reinterpreted him over the years. And most recently, the, um, the story seems to be that he was, because he's from a very abusive background growing up. Like, oh, the other part of him that like hasn't even been brought up yet. Um, he is, he's the son of a rabbi. So he's a Jewish superhero, which is like, there's so, <laughs> there's so many things going on with this guy. And I mean, that's only significant really because how many other superheroes are like known as like what their faith is, do you know? Um, so he had issues and he, in some tellings of it, he had that going on before. The way it is now is it seems like when Khonshu came in and attached it, himself to Mark's consciousness, it created like a split in him. So now he, he has the mental illness because of Khonshu implanting himself into his brain. That like that was the only way that his brain could handle the trauma was to just like split. So that's, um, yeah, it's all because of that. Very interesting. So I, yeah, so I'm curious to see, I know from the promo picks that we get to see Mr. Knight. I'm curious to see how that plays in. And I'm wondering if we get to see Jake Lockley as well. Um, I'm just very excited for the next, um, you know, episodes. And I wish they had dropped all of them. If they did, Sinead and I would have watched them all at one go. Oh, same. And then just sat at the end while our minds melted in the brain puddle. <laughs> exactly. When I watched the second time, I was looking at the, I guess the outro. I don't know what you call that. The, but The end credits. Um, oh, yeah, the yeah. ending. The ending. Yeah. And I was trying to see how many times they showed the face split to see how many personalities oh, we'd be introduced to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if it was relevant or not, though. I only counted Dude, three or four. Right. But, Sinead, remember how in Hawkeye, they also had little hints every time they changed the intro or outro credits? Remember when the episode when Hawkeye and... Um, what's uh, the girl called again? Hawkeye and... Hawkeye. Did I see Hawkeye? <laughs> oh. Didn't you see Hawkeye? You didn't watch Hawkeye? What do you mean? The huh? I can't remember now. The one that at was Christmas, for Christmas. The girl with the arrow. She wanted to be a with the lucky the pizza dog. I'm sure you saw it, Shanae. We we talked about this, right? I just assume you watch everything I watch, um, right, Shanae? We watched it together. No? Yes. I'm trying what? to. Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh my yes. god! <laughs> like um, yeah. the episode where uh Hawkeye and the girl Hawkeye like had a fight or quarrel. They went a separate ways. The two arrows were not, you know, like shot in the same um, uh, bullseye. Do you remember that, Chris? Like they only yes, shot one yes, arrow. Yes. Like little things like that in the outro. Right. Intro. Well, I do definitely think to your point th that in those credits you do see those different phases of his those different reflections i do think that that is probably going to be indicative of his personality or the number oh. of personalities we'll see 
you just reminded me like so maybe i'm very obtuse but the sarcophagus whatever the hell that thing that keeps showing up like why is it doing that what is going on with the creepy mummified thing is that conscious chris the, or no what are you talking about the, the thing scary with, skeleton the, the one with the, the one that comes at him in the elevator yeah the, yes the yeah. elevator and he shows up being that's conchu that's what conchu looks like why does he look like he's coming to get him like he was in the field behind him like he looks yes. like an enemy yeah well that's the thing is that, i mean that's part so the different parts of him don't have the same reaction to him so stephen grant is scared to fucking death of him because he doesn't know what it is mark knows what it is because mark was the first one there but like and also he doesn't want he wants Mark. He doesn't want the other ones. Even though he That's created the other ones. That's why he keeps so calling him parasite and idiot and and fool. worm and like yeah, he doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't want him around. Right. So yes, that is that is Conchu. He's scary. He is. He's very scary. He's he's the god of the moon. He's the god of travelers. He's the god of vengeance. Like I mean, in the comics they call um Moon Knight is um the fist of Khonshu, which is like his, like that's his title. He is the, basically like his avatar, his enforcer here on earth. So, um, yeah, he's a scary dude. It's not like he, it's not like he's, he's like a disciple of the God of sunshine and lollipops. <laughs> he's, Khonshu's a scary dude. Well, I'm less scared of him now though, that I know that that's him. <laughs> Um, Jeremy Slater, the writer, said they developed, he was working on a pitch for Moon Knight in 2019. And Marvel said they had a whole list of characters they were interested in developing, including Moon Knight. And when Jeremy Slater saw Moon Knight on the list, he's like, that's, you know, that's the one I want to work on. Or like, you know, that's my jam. So, Chris, do you know any other obscure characters? You should start pitching to Marvel now. Yes, uh, yes, I am already thinking of this. Give me one second. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, oh she made... Uh, okay. Go on. No, I was just saying Batman is going to be on H... Er, on, like, a streaming service soon, so you can watch it if you're interested. Oh, great. Like it's coming up soon, but I can't remember. Let me just, you know, like how do you? Oh, HBO Max, I think. Perfect. Where we watch Dune. Yeah, you have that still, right? Yep. So you can watch that. Mm -hmm. Are you going to ask me? I have that too. Don't you have it through me? <laughs> I think so, but I just haven't logged on. I mean, have you logged? Have you watched HBO Max anything recently? Oh yeah, I, I, I have HBO Max often. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Is there anything good on it lately? My memory of what's on what channel, know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but I had a question about Moon Knight. When he... Okay. So when, I don't know the character's names yet, but the first mm -hmm. guy, when he puts the glass in his shoes, is that oh, yes. like and a martyr type thing? Like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that... The, I think. I think it's like a martyr type thing. Yeah, because that's not a, sorry, I'm washing my hands here. Um, that's not a, a character. That, so that, that particular character, Arthur Harrow, that he's playing, um, he's literally in one episode of the original series of Moon Knight. He's not a significant character. So the fact that they chose him tells me they've got something sort of up their sleeves that might in, might sort of roll into uh, roll a few different characters over the years together just to tell for the purposes of storytelling. Um, but yeah, I think that was just you're supposed to see that he's all about like like he's basically like he's he's a crazy cult person like because who does that? I, I, yeah, I think that's the only significance of it. But then, so he's controlled by a different god, right? What, Amit? Amit? Amit. Amit, Amit yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he is a disciple of Amit, yeah. Whereas I, I think Mark, and I think that's, he, he sensed that when he tried to judge Mark, 
Remember the. the he said there's a lot of chaos in him. Exactly, there's chaos in you. Yeah. Um, so that tattoo, uh, that tattoo, like, kind of just freaked out. We didn't see what it did. So I suspect there's something to the fact that they didn't show it, but also, um, yeah, he must have, he must be in touch with one of those gods as well. And I, there's a comic that is actually very good, um, from recent times where, um, Moon Knight, Mark Spector, I should say, is in an insane asylum and he's in there the doctor that is taking care of him, uh, that is like keeping him medicated and locked up is Dr. Emmett. And it's, it turns oh. out to be actually Emmett that okay. is that is keeping Khonshu away from like whatever it is that she's up to. So it, it's, it's funny, I just said that about the comic book. There's a lot of like he has his background story and there's things that he's done, but they're unlike other um, comic book characters. There's not something specific that I can say, this is a story you have to read about Moon Knight. Like there's not one particular storyline because he is such an obscure character that hasn't gotten a lot of, um, gotten a lot of press. So, I mean, you can pick up anywhere. I mean, it's, it is kind of cool that you can just jump in on this and as much as you don't know, you can still enjoy it. I think they've done a great job and I can't see, I can't wait for the rest of the episodes. Mm -hmm. I know, I was so sad that there was only one episode. Right? Don't they want to be able to. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. We, I know we see a lot more of him in costume in the coming episodes. I've, I've seen the trailers from the uh, trailer. Well, no, looking what? back at the trailer that we saw. Oh, okay. If you look at the clips, there's a lot of stuff, and it looks like it may come right after what we just saw because he, you know, transformed. Well, there's only six episodes, so it's very short. And the first episode was not long at all. It's kind of like Loki. Loki was about six episodes as well right six or seven and all under i believe an hour. it was six yeah me and she were constantly yelling at the screen when it ended we were like can't end right now oh i have one more question about the show i'm mm -hmm. sure i have plenty of questions but another question about the show so i meant to ask you mavis when we watched it together and yeah. then i meant to pay attention when i watched it the second time okay I did not when Steven was in that cupcake truck. Yes. And at one <laughs> yes. point, you know, he's driving and like, did I see his, um, you know, forearm have a tattoo on it? It was, the, so are you asking if Steven's had the tattoo? Well, his body. Oh, I didn't even notice. His no. Yeah. So I saw, I caught that the first time I saw that, I thought maybe they did that. It's actually the way he's wrapped up with the other guy that's fighting that he has the tattoo oh okay and like you just get a glimpse of that guy's tattoo oh my gosh where was the tattoo Sinead? i didn't catch it like when he's driving in on the, the truck it, like no on like where the rest of them are like on the inside of his front of his arm but um oh no okay I'll but I, it was again. like really fast and then i meant to right look again and i was distracted and didn't and so and i forgot to talk to you about it when it was over you so. know that whole scene what i was focusing on was like how many cupcakes what were cupcakes were there and how did they were they gonna get crushed so i well, didn't I, focus on that well i'll, I'll yeah. keep you in my thoughts and prayers since they all seem to get <laughs> smashed up pretty good i love the scenes when he disassociates and then when he flicks back like everyone's dead or injured. I thought they did that really well. I liked it. I did like, yeah, I when you and I discussed this briefly before, that is something I really liked about the way that they did him dissociating between personalities is they did that like quick, like the sound changes and then there's like that quick like flickering of the screen and his eyes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it just like chops off and then jumps back right where Steven would have gotten consciousness back as opposed to because they could have easily just jumped over and we could have seen um, Mark in control. But I like the way that they did it. 
I mean, yes. I, I do, I don't want to say have issue with um, when any, any film or TV show mm. portrays, you know, somebody switching like so dr- drastically and dramatically. Mm. But I understand it from, you know, a cinematography type of thing. Like, how do you show that? So mm. I get that they have to put like some kind of emphasis on it. Mm. Um, Shane, if you ever watch Split, the switch is very subtle. And it's uh, how James McAvoy, the actor, plays it is very good. Like he should have won an Oscar because it's very subtle, muscular, almost like in the movement as well before even the voice comes on and the viewer can already tell, you know, like, oh, something has shifted. So he did that very, very well. Chris, do you know the movie I'm talking about? I do. And that's Mm -hmm. one that, you know, we touched on earlier. Well, no, we touched on the topic earlier about um, um, mental health. Like that one kind of bugs me. Because it's so, okay. because just because of the way they, right. the way they did it, um, that one didn't resonate with me. Um, it, it felt very, very melodramatic. Um, but I'm talking about his acting. I thought, yeah, oh really yeah, no, his acting, acting was great. I'm just saying the way that they crammed all those personalities in it. Like I wasn't right. particular. I wasn't a particular fan of it. Is what I was saying. But mm-hmm. I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Shanae, do you have any more questions? If not, we will wrap up and wait for next week with bated breath. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Okay, Chris, do you want to wrap this up? Well, I was just going to say, Sinead, if anything comes up, you can always message me. I'm your one-stop shop for Moon Knight information. <laughs> Thank <because> you. <laughs> you're welcome. I mean, so this this icon that I've got right now is my uh, PTR that's a t-shirt. It's, yeah. That's a Moon Knight t-shirt I have that I've had for like, you know, like seven years. It's his years. biggest it's, flex, Shanae. I've had it for flex. like seven years because I'm a Moon Knight fan <laughs> way back. But it's a, I, I, we're joking that it's like me knowing a band that nobody else knew. And now I'm like, oh, oh. I've been listening to them like forever. <laughs> I, I said, this is his biggest flex, his peak clubhouse. He better get on it, Shanae. His five seconds of fame. I do have an important question for you, Chris. Go. Do you know how to fold that t-shirt properly? <laughs> um, do you want to do a gap fold? Is that what we're going for here? Damn, all right, you got this. Only, but I only fold this, actually this t-shirt only goes on a hanger. I don't put this. Wow, okay. No, wire I, hanger? it's just in with my other t-shirt. No, wire hangers. <laughs> Now you force me into a corner. Now I need to find this other thing that we all know is coming. So okay, get a Chris, get a question next, ready for me. Hold on. Our next room, we you have to find that link to the article. Janet, were you in the room when he's Chris actually has written an article about Moon Knight for a comic website from eons ago before Moon Knight was even cool? So I asked him to find the link and pin it so he can show people how cool he was or is right now. I, I think Chris should be prevented from pinning links. <laughs> or from spelling the room title. Oh, you, you don't want me to pin links? That's that what exactly what I said, Chris. <laughs> if you want to stop me, you're going to have oh. to fucking kill me! <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. Nice nice layoff, Shanae. No problem. I appreciate the alley-oop. <laughs> my favorite clip of recent memory and I will use it whenever I can. Uh, that's coming back soon too. I think this uh, in April. Oh my God. That, oh my what? God. Yes. Again? Yes, 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 yes. Shouldn't it so fast? I thought you guys were just watching it like a couple they months ago. They split the season. Oh, okay, okay. And they rushed through the production of getting this finished to go out to the world because everybody was so excited about it. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Um, cool. Yeah, but the next time we do a room, I will, I'll have that link ready to, to pop up yes. at the top of the page. Thank you. Yes, because Moon Knight, mm-hmm. Moon Knight's my, my homie. I, I love Moon Knight. And it's so weird to see him on the big screen. Well, little screen, I guess. But 
to hear the reactions of like you guys seeing it for the first time like to me it makes I'm a huge fan and I know like I don't even talk about it with people often because it he makes so little sense in a way but the fact that they're actually laying it out a narrative on screen like I'm really intrigued to see where this goes um and you know I'm I'm really intrigued to see because they said that this doesn't tie into existing Marvel stuff, which is super cool. I'm glad. But I also want to know how were they going to tie him into this stuff? Because they're not just going to make a throwaway character. They're not in they're not spending all this money on making a Moon Knight series so that like it's a one and done. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's bigger implications for the Marvel universe, but I'm curious to see what they are. You think so? Does he fit into the Avengers and all mm -hmm. that in the comics? In the comics, he is... He, he doesn't is come like, across as a person who would play well in a team at all. No. Like he's like an anti-hero almost, right? He is an anti-hero, yeah. So he, in the comics, he is very much like a loner. And he, they know him and they know that he can... He's played a key part in some big storylines but he's such a wild card that they're afraid to they don't know what to do with him like there's there's been things where he's cut in the comics as i said stephen grant is wealthy so they know that he can be like a tony stark type where he is he's got this money and he's financing these weapons or devices that they're going to be able to use and they've had to go to him for help but he's also somebody that they really kind of approach like as a last resort because he is a wild card and he is a little scary to deal with because they never know which personality they're going to get. And I don't yeah. know that they know everything about all. I, I don't know if they know all about his specifics about his personalities, but they know that he is mentally ill and unstable. So you just made me think of another question. Yes. Um, when, okay, obviously Steven was unaware of Mark or any other personalities or yes. even the God, you know, yes. up until this moment. So I assumed it was Mark that is aware. Well, definitely at the end, we realized Mark's aware of Steven. So is it Mark or is it the God that has him like cover his tracks and put Steven back where he needs to be? you know, went and got the fish, all that stuff. Like who, are all the other personalities aware of Steven? Is he the only one who's unaware? I, you know, that's interesting. I'm not sure because in the comics, I know that they, depending, because there's a lot of moving parts with the personality thing, in the comics, they've sometimes written it that they all know that they're Moon Knight, but they don't all know about the other personalities. What? Okay. okay. So like you could be Mark Spector and you, you know, in the comics, this, this isn't a supernatural like thing where the co costume comes over him. Like he, he dresses as Moon Knight and he goes and he does his thing and he beats the crap out of bad guys. And then he goes home and he crashes. But when he wakes up, he's Stephen Grant. You know, like he didn't go home to Mark's house. Right. And he knows that he knows that he was Moon Knight, but he doesn't remember what came before that. So I'm curious to see how they they play that here, because it's so, it does seem as if Stephen Grant is like his quote unquote safe personality. Do you know, like that's his supposed to be his normal life that like kind of like his cover, right? which is why he hid, um, you know, like why he hid the. The, the phone, phone and all that stuff. Right. And we still we didn't get to see what the key opens. So that's going to be interesting. I think it's already a lot for one episode. Right, right. You know? So, but but there's still that plot point that's hanging out there. That I, I feel right. like that's what we find in this next episode is he's going to go find out what it was that he discovered, um, and what well, what was the other thing I was going to say about that? Oh, and. And the phone calls that he was getting or that he's making. Right, Layla. But there was that one well, other call too. Right. So and I actually did find out who that was. That that so Layla, I was telling let's talk about the 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 uh, the the burner phone that he finds. All those calls from Layla, 
and then he talks with Layla briefly. Layla isn't a character in the comics, so we're not sure who that's going to be. Because in the comics, he, there is a woman that was with him when he died, um, who was part of, I think he actually died saving her and her dad. And that's like his love interest, and that character's name is Marlena, or, or Mar Marlene, I forget which, I think it's Marlena. But I don't think that, it, it could be that that's who Layla is supposed to be. Um, because I do know that that character appears in this series at some point. Um, could just be a flashback. The other one, Duchamp, or whatever the name was, that he has a, a friend from his mercenary days that helped him out, uh, who went by the nickname Frenchie. And uh, they, th I mean, it was so over the top, stereotypical, like <laughs> French dude in the, <laughs> in the, in the comics that it'd be even like, this is one type of cheese I love very much. Oh you know, like God. it was, it was, <laughs> and they wrote it out like that. And it like, it, like they made it look like it was anyway. So hopefully we'll see him, not the cartoonish version, but we'll see him and we'll see Marlena. Um, and so I don't know who those are, but I was talking about what he keeps making those calls and getting postcards um, from his mom. Oh, she's and not alive, right? There's, there's almost, there's no mention of his mom in the comic books from what I can remember. So his dad is mentioned because his dad was a rabbi and they talk about the abuse and stuff that he went through with that. But um, with his relationship with his dad, not his dad being a rabbi in, in particular. Um, so I don't, I suspect that that's either one of his other personalities that is keeping tabs on him or, or trying to make it seem like he's got a normal life. Or I think I said this to you, Mavis, I wonder if it's, we're going to find out it's something like shield or somebody that we already know in the Marvel universe that knows about him. That's just been keeping tabs on him, but like not bringing him into the fold. So I was thinking that like his mother died somehow, but not what he was aware of and whoever one of the personalities yeah, is like protecting him because they don't think right. he would right. totally and lose his exactly. shit. Exactly. Right. And it could that be that. Yes. Yes. It could be that. I'm just saying like in the comics, like his mom is not a particular storyline. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it, right. it, it could absolutely be that in this and that would actually, I hadn't thought of what you just said, but that's a really cool angle that they were just trying to keep him from completely flipping out. Um, but it would be interesting to see how this plays in. I do know timeline-wise, because they didn't say it specifically, um, that this does take place after the blip. Um, it takes place after um, Endgame, when everybody's back in the Marvel Universe. Because... Um, there are ads in the background for, um, did you see Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah. Remember there was that terrorist group that was angry mm -hmm. that they were like putting people back, placing people, there were government agencies that mm -hmm. were placing mm -hmm. people in countries. There's, there are signs for that organization. The, um, the government agency that's like repatriating people or whatever that we see in the background on this first episode. It's subtle, but it's there. So that's the timeline of when Moon Knight is happening. And they had one other thing. Oh, what would you guys think? I mean, to me, anyway, it's, it's obvious, like, all the things that happened. You know, it was Mark, you know, the, the girl for dinner, getting the fish. Like, we don't need to see it. But I think it would be cool if they do, like, a little you know what like a flashback thing where you see what actually how it goes down i always like that in films what do you kind of like when they show in heist movies type of thing where they yeah. show how it came together yeah. yeah yeah i would like that like in in small doses i don't need to see an entire episode from mark's point of view showing us what we oh, saw no. unless it has something significant to the plot no no do you know like maybe a little flashback to like you know the questionable things that we just saw this episode even though we already right. know what they are right but yeah i I do know that coming up, we are going to see more Mark because in the 
in the previews, they do show things like you can see glimpses of him or uh, in the, the trailer that came out before all of this, you can see glimpses of him kind of like in what would be like outdoor gear, um, like in a temple. And I suspect that that's a throwback to when he becomes Moon Knight and becomes possessed by Khonshu in the first place. Thank, Thank you, you for a great first recap, Shani. I appreciate you so much with all your questions and Chris for all your knowledge as well. I will see you guys next week. Okay, we'll see see you next week um, for after episode two. If all again right, for any any moonlight any mm -hmm. moonlight moon night related um, <laughs> emergencies, Sinead, you know how to reach me, Mavis. You have my you, you both have my number. You can yes. contact me. Just let me know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Shanae. Bye. Bye.